have kids, they said. It will be fun, they said. Who the heck are they anyway? As moms, we sacrifice a lot for our families, our time, our health, our wallets, our identity, friendships, personal care, and of course, our beloved sleep. Motherhood is a crazy ride, one that is not meant to be braved alone. It takes a village, right? Well, your village is here. I'm your host, Sabrina Greer, and every week I'll be diving into the gray areas of motherhood with some very special guests. This is not the highlight reel, but the real deal. So reheat that cup of coffee, turn up the volume, and get ready for the reminder that you've got this, mama. Hello, and thank you for tuning in. You're listening to You've Got This Mama, the podcast. I'm super excited about today's episode because I am speaking with Allison Lockett. Hey, girl. Hello. Welcome to the show. And we're going to talk all about careers and mamapreneurs and, you know, life as a working mom and some options of how that can all go down. But first, I'm going to introduce Allison. She is a Toronto-based career coach who helps people identify and lock down their dream career and thrive doing it. Through courses and coaching programs, her work raises consciousness around working lives and empowers individuals to live their calling. She incorporates deep corporate experience in consulting and HR leadership together with extensive creative and spiritual training to bring a fresh take on career development using work as a vehicle for personal growth. Allison has an MBA. And she's a certified yoga teacher and an emerging as a leading voice in the career space. Amazing. (laughs) Wow, wow, wow. So welcome, Allison. It's an honor to have you here. Thank you so much for joining us today and spreading your wisdom over the mamas of the world. So I'm super excited to chat. Thank you so much for having me. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. excited to be here. I think I want to start just sort of like getting your version of your story because I feel, you know, we've all got amazing bios, (laughs) the, you know, elevator pitch, but it's so nice to connect on a real level and sort of hear the struggles and the challenges and the, you know, the real life stuff, not the online version. Yeah, let's get real. (laughs) (laughs) Well, so I started out as like the original career girl. I went to business school. I got a consulting job. I was doing HR consulting um, through my 20s, really. And I was all about the work, all about moving up at work. All, like, It's so funny once you have kids and you're like, what the heck did I do with all my time? Um, <laughs> because children take up so much time. But I really did spend most of my time working. And that was very much like my identity for a long time. And then it started to kind of shift a little bit when I got into my later 20s. I ended up exiting out of consulting. I took an in-house job, still in HR, um, where I, 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 was, I was starting to get into kind of the headspace that I was going to um, get married and start a family and kind of do those things. And then that happened. And 
my I had such a major shift when I had my my first baby. It it was it was actually it's actually kind of funny in retrospect. Like it took me a few years to really transition. Um, but the I feel looking back, the writing was on the wall actually very early on. Like I can remember being on mat leave with my daughter in like literally the first weeks of her life. And I'm like home alone with this baby. And I was like Googling things and just really became introduced to kind of the personal development world. And it was funny because I didn't really, I didn't really know kind of all the, all that was out there, like anything on the internet, you kind of like crack it open and then you're like, what is this universe of new information I'm discovering? And it just really resonated with me. And I thought it was so cool, but I was like, I could never do that. That would, it was, there was a major, um, there was a major courage block for me. And it just, over time, it just started to kind of dissolve. So I, I ended up having two kids really close back to back. I got pregnant with my second when my daughter was eight months old. And so I ended up returning to my corporate life for like four months while I finished out that pregnancy. And then I was back on mat leave again. So it was a really funny couple of years where I was on mat leave more than I was in my job, even though I was technically still in my job. And yeah, I just, I just kept thinking like this, this is, there's something different for me. And it just, the, the confidence that I needed to kind of step out and say like, this is what I do now. It it just, it it developed over time. It was kind of a slow thing. And all of a sudden I realized it was, it was happening. Um, so, so yeah, I, I, I was volunteering and I was like dabbling and we can talk more about that if you want, but I did start to put a, put some like things out into the world. Um, but I didn't take the full plunge and get into my own business until, um, until a little later, but, but yeah, I did start to dabble when I was, when I was on that leave. Does that answer your question? I feel like I went a few different directions. No, no, no. That's great. Cause it's uh, some of the things you said there. So like confidence and courage. I love that because that's really what it takes. You know, I feel like so many people get lost in the, the noise that is maybe Google or, you know, all of the information, as you said, you know, they crack it open and then they go, ah, and overwhelm sets in and then they just go, oh, it's easier to X, Y, Z, go back to work, do this, do that. Right. And that's, exactly it. It takes just a tiny bit of courage to take the leap, um, you know, and, and the confidence to stay there. So I think that's so powerful because, you know, I, I work with moms as, you know, a clarity coach. That's, that's my role. Um, it's not business specific. It's, you know, I help moms find clarity in what it is that they want, whatever that is, you know, and we were talking about this before the show. Sometimes, it's not a business. Sometimes it's like, I, I have this like soul pull to write a book or I'm getting like pushed by the universe with both hands to start a podcast or whatever it is. Right. So I help moms find clarity in what it is that they want, but that applies to anything, whether it's career related, job related, starting a business related, or just sort of like fulfilling your dreams and passions. It takes courage and it takes confidence. 
Absolutely. So I love that you said that. I love that you pointed out those things because I think that's really powerful. So, you know, you were on mat leave and you sort of like were dabbling. Did you find that when you had children, it sort of, you know, I always say this, like motherhood changes your priorities. And of course, literally it does, right? Like you now have a real human being that relies on you entirely for everything, for food, for shelter, for safety. Um, But it also changes your priorities in the sense that like clocking in and out is no longer important, right? Now you have somebody that you want to spend time with, that you want to be present for. You know, how, how did you change with motherhood? Like what, what cracked you open? How did you feel? So many ways, Sabrina, so many ways. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's, it's funny because the, the thing that actually really rocked me courage wise and really like pushed me into a new level, I think of, of understanding my own kind of, I don't want to say power because that, but I'm going to say it. Um, my own literal like power was actually giving birth to my kids. And I was very fortunate. I had, um, I had a plan with my daughter to have, um, an unmedicated birth at Toronto's, um, birth center. And I was, I think a lot of people have that plan and then it doesn't always go to plan Mm -hmm. and that can be really tough, but I was very lucky for me. Like it went to plan and I had this, like I had the incredibly empowering birth experience of just like being so present with it. And so like just in awe of the, of the whole thing. And I think that that was a game changer for me. And again, didn't really get that right away. But over time, I've really come to see that event. And then my son's birth as well, 16 months later, as like these catalysts. This, it's like this discovery of depths of power that you didn't really know you had, kind of being like stirred up by this intense physical and emotional and spiritual experience that you have. So that was a big, that was a big change. I think that was a catalyst for the change. When you say, when you asked what were the changes, but that was, I mean, it was literally in the birthing process that I think a lot of the change happened to me. Oof, and then I love it's, that. <laughs> it's, it, was, it was, I feel very fortunate um, yeah. because yeah, just cause I, I know I, I come back to that. It's like a source of strength for me. Um, but yeah, in terms of the change, it's funny because I love how you talked about, and I think a lot of people talk about this, like you, you have your baby and your priorities change and you want to be with, you want to be with the baby. And I was really, I had my feet on two sides of the line here where I wanted, I, I wanted to be with my baby. And I also thought that I wanted to be with my baby. I was raised by a very present, um, mostly stay at home mom. And I really saw that as kind of, um, well, what, isn't that kind of what we, um, what we want, which when I say that to people, often they don't understand. They're like, what? But it's just, it is so personal and so different. And I think informed by your upbringing and also then you have your experience and you're in it and you have the baby and you're like, okay, do I, what level of being here is optimal for me? So I had, I had very much like a mental picture that more is better in terms of contact with my kid and kids. 
which very quickly became kids in my case. (laughs) And then, and then I, I also, though I mentioned, I was the career girl. And even though what I wanted to be doing with my working life was shifting, um, I still really wanted to be working and like having an impact beyond the mothering. And it was interesting because so many people, so many, not people, so many things happened at once for, for me where I had, I had a real shift where I wanted, I I felt like very much a pull to be doing different work, to be working like with individuals and helping people. I felt very called into that work. Um, But then I also, you know, felt like I wanted to be the mom that my mom had been. And so it was, uh, it was kind of a funny time. And Mm -hmm. at the same time, we also had a big disruption in our childcare. Um, And, and so this was at the time when I made the decision to, to leave corporate, um, to leave my full-time corporate job. There was so much going on, but I think, I think the key drivers were really, there was a desire to be present but it was, it surprised me. It was more nuanced than I thought it would be. I learned that it wasn't, it wasn't a wholesale, like more is better all the time yeah. on, on the parenting front. And I also, I have a wonderful partner who also is not really present during the work week. So it's like, there's a lot of solo parenting for me. Yeah. And that was, it's, it's all, you know, you have to kind of figure out your own situation and discover and figure out what works for you. And I'm still figuring it out. Um, but I do think that getting on the train and heading down to a office tower and being there 45 hours a week, I think would be hard for me right now. Yeah, and I, I love that you said that because it's not black and white. You know, everyone is very different when it comes to career and to parenting. So I, I love that you brought that up because what I've experienced in a lot of my coaching with a lot of my clients is that, you know, they feel guilty. So mom guilt comes up a lot. (laughs) They feel guilty because they do want to do something else other than be at home and stay at home. They want to make an impact. As you said, they want to feel like they're contributing financially and otherwise to society, to the family, to the household. So that's, really the people that I work with too is, you know, moms that know they want more, but they also know that they don't want to go clock into someone else's dream for 50 plus hours a week and be exhausted constantly. Because I think as a society, not just as mothers, but as a society, we're steering away from the traditional forms of employment that once existed, right? Now it's, there's all kinds of, of different ways. And I love that because we're evolving and it's so important. But yeah, I think as moms, you know, we want to have an impact on our children's lives and they're watching us. They're little sponges that suck everything up. So, you know, we are given an opportunity to lead by example. But I also think at the same time, like we want to leave an impact on our own, like we want to leave our own legacy. We want to create our own vision and live out our own dreams independently of our spouse, of our children, because, you know, we are independent women. And that's also something that is happening in our society. We're rising this whole sisterhood and like strength. And as you said, power 
that women have. It's incredible. And just coming off of International Women's Day, you know, I'm feeling it extra right now. It's amazing. Totally. I think, I think that's so great to talk about because, you know, the mom guilt, it's always going to be there. (laughs) Yeah. And I think it's really interesting. Like we're, we're in, I mean, in so many ways we've, like we've come so far (laughs) as the, the, the women we've come so far and, and yet it's, it's only a couple of generations where the change and the rate of change has been so rapid. Like even even thinking back one generation or when we think about our grandmothers and kind of what was going on with them, like the good, the bad, the ugly, all of it, you know, we've all got our kind of different, different types of challenges. Right. And it makes me wonder like, what are our kids going to experience? What is it going to look like? And you're so right that the work, the work structures are breaking down in many ways and things are changing very quickly and could look very different. I think very quickly. Yeah. And that's an exciting thing. And it's also, it can be kind of destabilizing because it's, it's a lot to, um, you know, understand and take in and navigate. Sure. But it's an exciting time. There are a lot of options. There's a lot, a lot of, of options, options for remote working and different types of um, not full-time schedules. Like I t- a lot of my clients are interested in kind of exploring that less conventional way of working. And a lot of people I talk to really are looking for meaning in their work. Yeah. And I think that's something that we don't, um, we don't always focus on. That, that, that's traditionally, I think, often left out of the careers conversation. In, in certain circles, you get it. But, but big picture, that's often not kind of a headline driver that people talk about. And I think that could be a function of the age we are when we make some of our early career decisions. But it, I think also it, it's a result of the big kind of career rhetoric that we are living in, like the box, you know, and I think that box is changing. And so there's going to be more room for the meaning discussion. Absolutely. I mean, you look at traditional education, right? Like it's kind of an archaic system. You know, I have a lot of friends who are teachers. I have a lot of friends who are educators on some level, but you know, we're we're in a place now where your traditional curriculum and everything that they've been teaching all this time, it's it's not the same. And you know, it's not like, okay, here's your courses that you choose in high school so that that will support your university choice, so that that will support like it's definitely evolved from, from that system. So, you know, it's there, like you said, there's tons of different options for moms. There's options to work part-time. There's options to work full-time. There's options to work in a flexible way where you can do some days at home and some days off. And, you know, I think, I think that's more the way we're leaning, but what would you want moms to know when it comes to, you know, new careers or change in careers after having kids that it's possible yeah that it's possible and a lot of the people I talk to not only don't believe that it's possible but also like beat themselves up for past career decisions I should have done this I should have left that place sooner I should have spoken up more I should have um you know not taken that job at that time and it's it's just like that is all what it is it got you here. And if that's not working for you anymore, then it's very possible to make change. 
And yeah, it's yeah. one of the funnest parts of what I do is helping people like take all the pieces, all the skills and experience they've had, talking about where they might want to go next. And then it's incredible how you can recraft the story of your past to suit what you want in the future. Because truly, if that is where you want to go, there are pieces behind you that apply. Yeah. You know, like there are definitely pieces that we can put together to get you on that path. So I love working on that with people yeah. and getting, getting like a clearer, a clearer kind of positioning for where they want to go. Cause I, I, I'm a big believer that change is possible. I'm a perfect example. I had an HR background, but I wasn't, and I did a lot of recruiting. So I've seen the recruitment process. I've been on the other side of that and I've done talent development and things like that inside of organizations, but the, the coaching one-on-one, the supporting another human in this way, that was a shift for me. And I had to just own it. And that was the piece that I needed the courage around. I got some training, but bigger than that was the courage to stand up and say, this is, this is really what I am meant to be doing. I'm going yeah. gonna to put the past together in a new way, get those skills re-kind of jigged in my own mind, and then move forward in a new direction. Yeah. I love that. In my in my group coaching programs, I often do an exercise where I have them write their resume. And I find it such an empowering exercise to write a resume even if they don't have a traditional work background or whatever it is. I have them write out their resume. And there was a great article that I talked about quite a bit. It was um the, in the New York Times and it talks about the Tada list instead of the to-do list. Because so often we look at how far we need to go instead of how far we've come. And I think it's so important to celebrate our wins and celebrate all of the amazing things that we've already accomplished. And when you do that, when you write out your skills, when you write out your past experiences and work experiences and otherwise, and just like really relish in how incredible that is, even if like one of the things you write down is, you know, birthing your babies, that's a big deal. That's a massive accomplishment. Like you gave life. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's like huge. Sorry so guys, it's kind of a big deal. <laughs> kind of a big deal and it deserves celebration. So, you know, I have a lot of people and they, they often say, oh, well, I don't have work experience or I didn't have this big fancy corporate career. And then, you know, on the other side of that, I have a lot of clients who, you know, I have doctors, I work with lawyers, I work with a lot of people who are very career focused driven, but it doesn't matter because we all have wins to celebrate. We all have important things to write down. And then when you can start creating from a place of, you know, abundance of high vibrations, you know, knowing that you're celebrating yourself and all of the things you've accomplished, you can go that much farther. Instead of the opposite of that, when you're trying to create something new from a place of scarcity and fear, when you're like, oh, I have so far to go, or like, look, it's like all of a sudden you're standing at the bottom of Mount Everest on the crappiest day of life, looking up going, okay, it's not possible. So I think it's, it's always better to like look down the mountain and go, whoo, look at, look at what we just did instead of looking up going, whoa, holy cow. Completely agree. So yeah. much power in that. Yeah. So I love that you, you work with women on that, exactly that, right? It's like helping them break into 
that change. Because change is, change is hard, but it's inevitable. And it's the only thing that's constant, right? Completely. The only thing we can actually rely on is change. Things are going to change. And the faster we learn to lean into that and enjoy change and, you know, really embrace those experiences and look back on the past and, and with appreciation for the lessons we've learned and look to the future with excitement and drive and really just spend the rest of the time in the present, I think that's when we succeed. I agree. And I think the, the point you made about modeling for your kids, like when you were saying, you know, having a job that you like is a nice thing to kind of <laughs> demonstrate for our children. Um, I, think, I think change gives us a great opportunity too, to just be in the chaos of change sometimes and like be at least mostly okay with it. Yeah. That's really important for them to see. Absolutely. I always make a conscious effort with my kids to say, mommy gets to go to work now. Instead of like, oh, mommy has to go to work, like the, you know, making it a negative thing. It's like mommy loves what she does and she gets to go to work now. And I I'm love excited that. about it. It's the same I love as like, that. you get to go to the trampoline place today or you get to go to grandma's house and play or whatever it is, you know, I get to go to work. Yeah. Because that brings me joy. And they, they get it. They're like, okay, have fun, mommy. Like they're never like, oh, poor you. Right. They're oh, excited. I know. I know. What a, what a sad thing to kind of attach to work for small children, that this idea that it's like a bad thing. I can tell like my kids work for a self-employed person because they think it's a game to like, the game is, it's a work day for me today. I'm going to be doing some work at Granny's or like, I need to go make some phone calls. And it's so funny. It's so true yeah. that they're sponges. You just hear all of your own words coming out of their mouth. Absolutely. I always say too that, you know, your, cheer, your kids will be your biggest cheerleaders if you give them something to cheer for. You know, they'll, they'll support you in your dreams. They'll support your efforts. They'll be excited for you if you give them that, if you let them participate, right? Like my, my kids, one of the biggest questions they ask me is, mommy, how many people have you helped today? Wow. They like to know how many people I've helped today. And sometimes what a wake up call for me to have to do the tally and be like, actually, you know, I've helped like seven different people today through my one-on-one -on -one calls or, you know, even more so my mastermind calls, my events, my authors, you know, I, I help a lot of people and they remind me of that by asking me that question, something that I might let go unnoticed and not celebrate for myself if they didn't remind me of that. So if mm -hmm. you give them something to cheer for, they will be your biggest cheerleaders. Absolutely. Oh, I love that. Amazing. So anything else you want to leave with the mamas before we wrap it up? Because I know, you know, we're going to explain to people how they can find you and how they can work with you. But if you have like one more nugget of wisdom or knowledge that you want to leave with everyone. Yeah, I would just say that if this is something that you're thinking about, if your career is something that you're thinking about and if you, it, it's funny, this is something that I've, I've kind of shifted more recently, one of, one of the ways that I think about this. And for a long time, I was about the long-term vision, and I did a lot of long-term visioning with my clients. And for some clients, that really works. And I've, I've seen it really unlock kind of the whole pathway um, before. 
But I also think some people, I've seen some people get tripped up by that and I can ask them questions to try and flesh out the long-term vision. And it's just like, it's not coming. It's like, I don't know. That's why I, you know, like I'm, I'm unclear. So something I've been playing with is really getting into the present moment and thinking about what is going to, what is going to work for me better right now. So whether you're, whether you're working right now and work is not working, like finding little things, little shifts that you can make now to make it work better for you, whether that's just making the decision to leave at a certain time and like not worry that the person who sits next to you might notice, um, that can be huge. Or whether it's just making a decision to start looking around at other options and doing some research, you know, like really thinking almost shorter term to like, how can I reduce my suffering right now and make life right now better? Um, Because I, I do think that if we're constantly following kind of what's what's working now, then we're going to end up in the right place. We're going to continue to shift. And when it stops working, we'll make it work again. And so it's almost like bringing the focus really back to now and seeing what you can do to, to make things better now. Cause it's, it's possible to make things better now, even without making a job change. Like if you, if you are working and you're like, get me the heck out of here, there are, there are things, maybe it's booking a vacation this month, <laughs> right? Like some, it's the simple stuff to 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 make yourself to put yourself into better energy and then from that place you can start to think more long term or you know make your plans i totally agree and even like yes we're talking about career specifically but you know there's likely habits and things that you could change in your life that would improve the quality of your life and in turn improve the quality of your work like maybe it's getting up a little bit earlier Maybe it's drinking more water. Maybe it's like setting an alarm to remind yourself to drink more water because that's something I know a lot of us, like hydration is everything. Maybe it's just like eating a little bit healthier, like taking out one thing that you know doesn't serve your body. Maybe it's getting up and moving more, like stretching at work or using your chair as like exercise or whatever it is, right? Like little tiny habits that you can start to change and it makes a big difference. I heard uh, this thing the other day. It's called habit stacking. So it's like, what are your existing habits? Track them, write them down. So like I get up every morning, you know, I have coffee immediately. Okay. So maybe coffee immediately isn't serving you best. Maybe start with like lemon water first and then, then have the coffee. So you're stacking habit on top of an existing habit. So you're just like squeezing something in there that's better mm-hmm. serving for you instead of you know, sticking with that thing that might not be because like, then you're crashing by two o'clock because it, you, all you have in your stomach is coffee. So like make it intentional about what you're putting into your body, those kinds of things. So I love that. Like just little tweaks. It doesn't have to be massive because when we focus on the massive, it can, it often creates overwhelm. Whereas yeah. When- and like, we got a lot going on. <laughs> like yeah. there are people to feed and clothe. <laughs> like it's intense. So yeah, sometimes just yeah, biting off a little bit less to chew is good. And it's funny, I love what you're saying about little habits because you don't know what the little the little game changer could be for you. Like a huge, exactly, a huge game changer for me was starting to use 
journaling as a practice to essentially become my own therapist. And it, it's been like over the last couple of years, not surprisingly, it's been like if we tracked the timeline, like that taking on some of that habit what coincided with also the massive changes that I made in my life and career because it, it was a big, it was a game changer for me. And it was a small little habit that I just started and developed. And yeah, you don't know what it's going to be. It might be water, it might be moving. Yeah. yeah. Anything, little thing. That should be the title of the podcast. It might be water. It might be water. Yeah. Go and find it. <laughs> but you don't know unless you try, right? Unless totally. you attempt to yeah. make these little tweaks, you'll just never know. And if you're feeling stuck or if you're feeling like you need a change, like nothing changes if nothing changes, right? Completely. It's like <laughs> experimentation. And it's funny because this will this will be my last career nugget. The experimentation is a really beautiful, low risk way to try the different things that you think you might like. So even if you are already working and it's about if you can get on a project that will flex like some different muscles that you don't have but you think you might want to have or if you volunteer and get really strategic about what the skills that you're going to get from that volunteering experience like that experimentation that's how change can start yeah absolutely i love it and that's a perfect way to end this show because i think that's so valuable and thank you so much for joining us today and for sharing your wisdom with all the mamas. If our listeners, um, you know, if this resonates with, with them, where can they find you? So my website is alisonlockett.com and my Instagram handle is at alisonlockettcoaching and I hang out there quite a bit. And it's been so much fun talking to you. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. And we'll put all of Allison's information in the show notes so you can track her down. And, you know, she's going to be an amazing career coach for so many of you, I'm sure. So thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, That was You've Got This Mom of the Podcast. And we'll see you next week.